The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rising. The man accused of murdering Nia Wilson on the BART station platform in 2018 has taken the stand in his own defense in an Oakland courtroom. KCBS's Margie Schaefer reports from the Alameda County Courthouse. The testimony has been incoherent and inconsistent at times. 29-year-old John Cowell has admitted to the double stabbing of Nia Wilson and her sister, which left Nia Wilson dead. He told the court he stabbed the two because his grandmother had been kidnapped and they wouldn't give her back. I believe he delusional. I think he's delusional now, not then. Neil Wilson's mother, Alicia Grayson. Cowell found it hard to answer questions, even when presented with documentation, at one point telling his attorney, there are no words on this page. On cross-examination, the attorney presented evidence that Cowell boarded a bus after the stabbings and called a black female passenger on that bus the N-word, eliciting gasps from the Wilson family. We always kind of figured it could have been racially motivated, but they was like, it wasn't enough evidence to charge it as that. Cowell has spent time in mental institutions, diagnosed with schizophrenia. The prosecution also points out he used drugs and had an antisocial personality disorder. At the Alameda County Courthouse in Oakland, Margie Schaefer, KCBS. Some of the tenants in an apartment building in Oakland's Fruitvale neighborhood have not paid their rent in four months. But as the Mercury News reports, they're not being evicted. Instead, they're trying to buy the building after numerous rent increases and a landlord who won't make repairs. They refuse to make another payment until the landlord sits down and negotiates a deal that would allow them, with the help of the nonprofit Oakland Community Land Trust, to take over that property. With another case of coronavirus diagnosed now in Santa Clara County, the county is extending its declaration of a health emergency. KCBS reporter Doug Sovereign explains. The county declared a coronavirus emergency last week, but that was set to expire. So now the Board of Supervisors has voted to renew and extend the emergency for a month for two reasons, says Supervisor Cindy Chavez. One, we wanted to make sure we're really transparent with the public about what they can do to protect themselves and their families. But the second is by declaring an emergency, any resources that we have to put forward that are over and above what we normally would um, allows us to get um, that money reimbursed from the state and federal government. And so I want to make sure that um, we're ready to to do that because we don't know what the long-term implications of it are going to be. Chavez tells KCBS this is largely a bureaucratic formality enabling the county to tap into state and federal funding if necessary. But it was also prompted by the revelation of a second local case. She says it does not mean that residents are at any greater risk of catching the coronavirus. Doug Sovereign, KCBS. San Ramon Valley School District has agreed to pay $8 million to the parents of a 15-year-old boy who drowned during swim class. The Chronicle reports that Benjamin Curry of Danville died in May of 2018 in the San Ramon Valley High School's pool. Benjamin and about 60 other classmates were treading water when he dropped underwater and drowned, while his teacher was apparently on uh, near, was occupied by a phone. The Currys uh, sued the district and the teacher for wrongful death, and the case was set for trial next week. If you booked a flight from California to Italy this summer, you may need to change your plans. As KCBS's Kerry Hudasek reports, all Air Italy flights have been suspended after February 25th. 
Air Italy provided one of the few nonstop flights between SFO and Milan, Italy. The airline was supposed to resume service on March 29th, but instead has suspended all flights after an emergency shareholders meeting this week. The airline obviously was not performing uh, up to the expectations of its shareholders. They decided at that meeting that it was time uh, to cut their losses and get out of the market. Chris McGinnis writes about the change in SFGate. The good news for San Francisco Flyers is that this was only a seasonal service, which means that it um, operated, you know, spring to fall. It, did, it wasn't a year-round service. So SFO won't see much of an impact. If you already booked a flight through Air Italy this summer, McGinnis says you'll get a full refund through your credit card company or... The airline has made accommodations for travelers. They'll put people on other carriers and uh, get them to their destination. There's two ways you can still fly nonstop to Italy from SFO. Norwegian Air will crank up its operations to Rome this April. Alitalia will start offering flights this June. In San Francisco, Carrie Hudasek, KCBS. San Francisco's top transportation officials are in Washington offering testimony about the safety of autonomous vehicles. Jim Taylor has more. The streets of San Francisco are well-known testing grounds for self-driving cars. You see them everywhere. So officials like Municipal Transportation Chief Jeffrey Tumlin trying to stay on top of AV accidents, telling Congress... We cannot just hope that the industry can dramatically reduce road injuries. We need the industry to prove that AVs can perceive, classify, and predict the path of every person on a street full of pedestrians and cyclists before they are allowed to deploy at scale. Tomlin says legislation is needed to require data recorders in every self-driving car and a national database to keep track of AV incidents. A national database will ensure that we have the tools to measure whether AVs actually are driving more safely than humans. Tomlin clear that he wants the industry to better police itself. Jim Taylor, KCBS. An Apple engineer who died when his Tesla Model X hit a concrete barrier on Highway 101 had complained that the SUV's autopilot system would malfunction in the area where the crash occurred. The complaints were detailed in documents released today by the National Transportation Safety Board, which is investigating the March 2018 crash that killed Walter Wang. The documents say Wang told his wife that Autopilot had previously veered his SUV towards the barrier in Mountain View. Even in Silicon Valley, there are kids going to school hungry. As KCBS's Matt Bigler reports, Santa Clara County is stepping in to offer more free meals to students. No questions asked. Students are usually required to opt in for free breakfast and lunch programs, but that step can carry a stigma. Santa Clara County is trying something different. Well, instead of them having us being on a special list, they're just going to go get lunch. How would that be? County Supervisor Cindy Chavez tells KCBS they are starting a pilot program to provide 3 million meals per year for some 12,000 students. That breaks down to about 60 cents a meal. The goal, she says, is to make sure that no students in Santa Clara County go to class on an empty stomach. The fact of the matter is we shouldn't have one child going hungry here and, and then therefore not performing at their optimum at school and then not performing optimum when they get into high school and then us seeing them um, needing public services. Services. Like, why not just help kids when we can? The program will cost taxpayers about $8 million over the next four years and may be expanded to up to 17 school districts. Matt Bigler, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.